Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where you'll get the tools you need to master your money, marketing, and your motivation. I'm your host, Haley Luckadoo, the money and marketing coach, motivational speaker, and huge Dr. Pepper lover who is on a mission to connect you with women who are incredible at what they do with the hope that you will leave inspired, educated, and motivated to create the life that sets your soul on fire. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, my females on fire. So excited that you're here. So excited for another episode today with a really amazing guest. I am really, really excited to introduce to you this amazing woman that I got to chat with and got to draw so much inspiration from. Her name is Simone Adrian, and she is the founder of Overcoming Her. She is the author of Refusing to Quit. She is a serial entrepreneur, and she is the creator of Jumpstart Your Vision, which is a six-week life and business accelerator designed to help entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs develop, create, cultivate, and launch a successful business. That is a mouthful. And that is because this woman does it all. Simone and I definitely have the serial entrepreneur thing in common. And she has an absolutely incredible story of how she got into business and how she got here. And she has made it her mission to teach people how to turn those obstacles that they've had to experience in life into opportunities to impact the world and make tons of money while doing it. And that is exactly what we are talking about in this conversation today, turning those obstacles into opportunities. What do you need to do? How do you shift your perspective? How do you actually make those hard things that you have to walk through in your personal life, in your business, wherever, work for you and work to your advantage and use them to propel you forward to the success that you're looking for while also making a difference and making money. Simone has definitely done this in her long journey of entrepreneurship and all of the amazing transitions that she's gone through. And she's going to share a little bit about that today, along with her tips and her advice on how you can do it too, how you can shift your perspective and really change up the game to create that limitless thinking that you have to have in order to keep getting back up and become successful. So we are going to dive right into this really amazing conversation. I cannot wait for you to get to hear from, learn from, be inspired by, and get to know Simone. Hi, Simone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited to have you. Oh, yes. I'm so excited to be here with you in the Females on Fire podcast. Look, these type of conversations are the ones that get me the most pumped up. So I'm, I'm happy to be a part. Yes, same, same. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to dive into this whole conversation. I think it's going to be so good. But before we get into the really good stuff, I would love if you would just tell our audience a little bit about you and your journey to get here, how you got into business and what that whole thing has looked like. Absolutely, you guys. So I have been a entrepreneur for the last 13 years. And when I tell you it has been a journey, <laughs> that is really an understatement. Look, I always say entrepreneurship is definitely not for the faint of heart. I have had some really great highs and then some really low lows, but through it all, I've learned a ton. And now my whole mission is to try to educate and empower as many other people that I can come in contact with just to show them what truly is possible. I started my very first business at the age of 21, guys. I was in my junior year in college. I was studying business. Um, my undergraduate degree is in marketing. And by that third year, man, I felt like I had it all figured out. I knew enough. I had seen enough. I was ready to take on this business world by storm. And that's exactly what I set out to do. Ha <laughs> ha Surprisingly enough, I did not know half of what I probably needed to know. 
One thing that I did have though, is I had a ton of determination and a ton of will and drive to figure it out along the way. And so in my very first business, um, I had a healthcare company where we sell rent and service medical equipment. I am based in Houston, Texas. We have one of the largest medical centers in the country. And so I felt like healthcare was probably one of the best industries to be in. Also at that time, I was working part-time while in school at a, a medical clinic. And so I was kind of immersed in healthcare. And so I started down the journey of, of starting this business. And, and one of the most challenging parts of it was dealing with uh, insurance companies and insurance reimbursements and, and just that whole landscape and how that works. And it was very, very difficult, but I learned some of the most valuable business lessons that I have carried with me along this entrepreneurial journey. And, and one of the biggest ones, and I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit more as we go along, Haley, but one of the biggest ones is making sure that anybody that I choose to get in business with that I actually like vet them. I fact check them out. And, and being a young entrepreneur, being a female entrepreneur, you know, that was one thing about myself that I knew I needed to develop, right? I kind of always just took people at face value. Whatever they said they were going to do, I just assumed that they would do it. Uh, who they portrayed themselves to be, I, I, I thought it was the reality what I learned is that there are a lot of people in business that oftentimes say one thing and, and, and have the intent of doing something different. And so learned a ton in that first business. It transitioned into, um, after that, I started a childcare center in the city and I had a booming childcare center. I, I love children. I love the ability to be uh, an outlet for the community. So being, so, so having a thriving childcare center was perfect. And, and the great part about that business is that the cash flow is amazing, man. People need childcare. It's never going anywhere. And paydays are every Monday and every Friday. And so I loved childcare, but it wasn't my final destination where I ultimately um, saw myself going in business was somewhere so much bigger than just the childcare. And, and one of the reasons why is because the time commitment was very, very heavy, right? The reality is in that business, you have to be available before parents go to work. So before 6 a.m. and then available in the evenings after they get off, so after 5.30 p.m. And then, of course, because you're dealing with people's children, there's tons of liabilities and responsibilities in play. So it, um, it, was, it built my business muscle, right? Being in the childcare industry for those three years that I was there, it definitely built, built up some muscle. And um, after that, it was, how do I diversify, man? I've always been a person that understood the importance of like leverage, understood the importance of diversification. You know, as entrepreneurs, we always hear this, you got to have seven streams of income, right? You have to have multiple streams of income. And for me, it was about making sure that I, I did not have just one source. I had multiple um, opportunities to earn. And I started to get into some real estate investment. Now, mind you, this was 2008. So this was before the real estate bubble. I, I purchased some properties, rehabbed some properties, sold some properties, made a bunch of money doing that. And then the bottom fell out of real estate. And so when I tell you guys, like I said, this entrepreneurial journey has been a journey nonetheless, but one that I wouldn't trade. Over those 13 years, I went back to work in a corporate setting one time, and that's when I really got my true confirmation that being self-employed, being a person that provides opportunities for others was my true calling. And in those three and a half, almost four years that I was back in the corporate world after um, starting my MBA program in international business and supply chain, it was then about realizing how I could put something together that was truly sustainable, right? Those early on businesses, those early on ventures, I think because I was young, because I was new to the business world, it was about right now, right? What can I do right now that makes a bunch of money, right? What can I do right now that 
is in line with what I want to do. The 30 plus year old Simone um, now thinks about what's sustainable. What's legacy creating? What can I do today that can live for five or 10 years from now? And so those four years that I was back in corporate and I was constantly thinking about how do I make my transition back into full-time entrepreneurship, it was important for me to be very intentional, very intentional about the decisions that I make and how do I set up something that was sustainable. And one thing that I've realized and I've learned more than anything is that when you lead with service, right? When you figure out how you can help somebody else move to their next place in life, whether that is from a business perspective, whether that's from a personal development perspective, like that is truly where impact is made. That's truly what's sustainable. And I made it my mission in 2017 that I was gonna be sold out to that vision. And in, in doing that, I have been able to create Overcoming Her, which is my personal development brand and business where I literally help women navigate and overcome their own personal obstacles. And then we also have a Jumpstart Your Vision, which is literally the, the life and business accelerator where I show women how they can turn their own life experiences and skills that they already have into a successful income generating machine and i love it and i love it and so that is where we're at in 2020 and the goal is just to continue to figure out how to reach and touch as many people as i possibly can i love that oh my gosh i love that i love that the thing that i think most people can really relate to about your journey and your story and this is something i definitely relate to is just that, I mean, you got started really young. That's very similar to me. And you just had a lot of pivots, like a mm -hmm. lot of just transitioning and just trying things out and seeing what worked and following your passions. And I think that's such an entrepreneur thing to do, right? Like you just jump in head first with no regard oh, for yeah. how it's actually <laughs> going to turn out. And you, you think you're like flying high, oh. know everything think you're so successful, like you're rocking it. And then one bad thing happens and you're like, oh yeah, maybe I don't know yep. everything. Oh yeah. And then you're like, how do I pick this up and pick up pieces and make it something great? And that usually leads to some kind of mm -hmm. pivot, some kind of transition. And you go through all of this to get to a place where you're finally like, oh my gosh, it took years to get here, but this is what I wanted. This oh, is the yeah. business I wanted. And it almost never looks like the vision that you originally had for yourself. It almost never looks like the first business that you really set out to create. And I know that's definitely how my story is. I know that's a lot of our listeners too. So I think we can all relate to that a lot within oh, yeah. your story. Oh, yeah. one, thing, one thing I really loved that you said is that now this version of you, th this, this present version of you is not focused on how can I make the most money quickly? It's focused on how can I make money that's sustainable and how can I make an impact on the world and, and really help people while also making money. And I love that because I think that's what business should be about, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing wrong with wanting more money. I think especially women, like we should all want more money, right? Like we should, that's something we should talk about and reach for and strive for as much as possible. But I think when you get into running your own business, it should be about more than that, right? You don't get into business for yourself for the money. Oh. That's for sure. Oh yeah. You've got to get into it because you've got a passion and you want to help people. And I think that's what building your own business is really about is following those things that you really love that you're really passionate about and then finding a way to use that to make an impact and then just also make money. The money is the, the cherry on top. So oh, yeah. I love that you said that about it being sustainable. Cause I think that's so important. Absolutely. And you know, I, I'll, I'll say this about that ability to pivot, right? A lot of times I'm talking about from family members, close friends. I was always the person where people would look at me and say, Simone, are you crazy? Like you really getting ready to try that too? And I'm like, yeah. Like the one thing about me is that 
whenever it's my time to leave this earth, right, to transition, I want to leave empty. I want to know that I tried, that I went after, that whatever it was that I could conceive in my mind, that I felt in my heart, that I at least attempted to make it uh, become my reality, right? I come across so many people, so many women, especially where we have all of this potential like built up inside of us, but we allow our own self-doubt or our circumstances or our husbands or just whatever it is in life, like keep us from moving on it. And when I get the question like, well, you know, how are you able to do all of these things and, and why all of this stuff? Like the reality is, is I just go for it. I just go for it. I, I have no idea ultimately how it's going to turn out. I don't always know um, whether or not it will be an ultimate success. One thing that I know that I'm committed to though, I'm committed to doing the work, right? And I know if I do the work, then the result will happen. See, I think for many entrepreneurs, especially aspiring entrepreneurs, because I talk to a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs, and it's a mindset shift, right? To go from being employed and the security of a paycheck and 401k accounts to this mindset of I can create something on my own and I can, you know, really make an impact on the world and I can really uh, take all of the limits off of my earning potential mentally something has to happen first and but but once that mental something happens the sky is the limit right and i've never had like limitless limited thinking it's always been limitless in my mind right and so yes. you know you 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 do it by any means necessary and you i i like to use this term i like to to call it my reverse engineering right I know ultimately where I want to go and ultimately what I want it to look like and, and how I want to position it and the steps to getting there. I just work backwards. Like literally I work from, from the back forward and in this new season of my life, you know, it has produced so much success. It has connected me with people all over the world. It still blows my mind to this day when I receive an email or a direct message or I host a masterclass or a webinar and there's literally people from all over the world, from Australia all the way to Canada. Like it, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what happens when you just make the decision to go for it. Yes, 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 yes. And that's so true. Like that one mindset shift really changes everything because that's just it is like those entrepreneurs. I'm like you said, especially aspiring entrepreneurs, who aren't doing the things that they want to do 99% of the time, it's something about your way of thinking or your lack of action. That's keeping you stuck. Mm -hmm. It's, it's your, you know, excuses or your, um, you know, just like telling yourself that, that you don't have the time or that you can't do it right now, or you don't have enough money or it won't work or somebody else already did it or whatever that's keeping you from the vision that you have and from the dream that you have, and especially that dream business that you want to build. And so let's dive into that mindset shift for just a second, because it is so important. It is the biggest piece to really making an opportunity out of anything and overcoming the obstacles that life and business, especially are going to throw at you. And so I'm just curious, what does that look like for you? Like, what is your process of making that mindset shift, especially on the days where you do kind of feel like you want to quit. Because I know I'm, I'm a lot like you, I'm like very limitless thinker. Like I've always been like, you know, Hey, I'm going to do the work. Like you can tell me I'm crazy, but I'm going to jump in. I'm going to try it and it might suck, but who knows? Like it might be awesome and I'm going to go for it. But I still have those days where I'm like, oh, this is awful. Like I, mm -hmm. I suck at this. I'm going to quit. Like I can't. So what does your process look like Absolutely. for overcoming that? I, and guess what? I'm not exempt to that either. Of course I have moments where I'm like, I'm questioning what's happening. I'm questioning what I'm doing and if it's working or if it's making sense. I think that's a, a human, you know, characteristic. That's a human trait. The difference maker though is not allowing myself to sit there, right? 
I allow myself to feel it. And in tons of what I, I teach over at Overcoming Her and what I share with the, the ladies that are a part of that community and then inside of my coaching programs, that mindset is the first piece, right? It's, it's the ability to know that if you can conceive it as a thought, you can make it your reality, but you can't skip any steps, right? You can't skip any of the work that has to go into making it the reality. And so for me, on this journey of truly, and I like to call it my self-actualization journey, right? Really understanding my full potential, understanding all that I, I can be called to be, and then how do I execute on that? I always, I always spend some time, one, with getting clear about like some of your past and some of your past experiences. You know, every person, every life, like we've all gone through something. And those some things are the things that make you unique, right? Those experiences are the differentiators. Those things that you have been able to overcome essentially that you made it through makes you different than anybody else. But most times we either try not to deal with them, try not to acknowledge them because they're attached to some type of emotion, whether that emotion is good or bad, right? And mastering, mastering those emotions and mastering some of those things of, of the past was my starting point, right? That's where I began this journey of really confronting my belief system, right? Who I believed that I was, how I believed I showed up in this world, how I felt capable. And so I'll use this example for, for you guys, especially since I'm all about obstacles to opportunities, right? Um, at a very early age, my father struggled with drug addiction. As far back as I could remember, um, I remember my mom, and I'm the oldest of three siblings, right? So I'm kind of like her go-to emotional support. And I'm watching her trying to figure out, trying to figure out how to make um, life makes sense in the present moment while watching my father because of his sickness, because addiction, I truly believe is a sickness, uh, not allow him to show up and be present in the moments where he really needed to be present. And what it, what it started to reinforce in my mind was, well, if my dad doesn't show up when I need him the most, then why would anybody else show up when I need them, right? I started making that my belief system. And because that was so ingrained into my thought process subconsciously, even though I never was physically saying those words out of my mind, out of my mouth, but because they were ingrained in my thought process, what I started to do was self-sabotage every situation that I walked into because I already led with the thinking that you're not going to stay you're not going to be committed. You're not going to show up when I need you the most. I just got to figure this out for myself anyway, right? So when nothing worked, right, that dealt with other people, whether that was business relationships, whether that was romantic relationships, dating relationships, it didn't matter, right? That was the common thread in my life. I had to go back and I had to go and confront that. I had to deal with that, that thought that I had carried with me since like the age of being a 12 year old girl. And I remember my father passed away in 2015. I remember while he was you know, on his deathbed, um, his health was starting to fail, me knowing that I needed to have a conversation with him before he left this earth. And that that conversation was gonna be the conversation that literally was gonna set me free. And it was me saying, hey dad, like why? Why weren't you able to show up the way that I needed you to show up. Why did it feel like the drugs were more important, right, than being present? What was it about, you know, you that, that prevented you from being the type of father that we needed? And in that moment, I got all of the answers that I needed. You know, there was things from his life that, you know, didn't really equip him with the skills necessary to show up the way that, that he needed. And the drugs were an escape, right? And ultimately what I took away from that conversation was that, Simone, it wasn't about you, right? Oftentimes it's never really about us. The trauma and the things and the experiences that we carry with us, we attach ourselves to them and we assume them to be our identity 
but usually it's not even about us. It's really about the other person, right? It's really something that they need to go and deal with that that's their responsibility to, to overcome. But we, we take it on and that's what I was carrying with me. So once I was able to kind of confront the issues of, of my past and understand how those experiences really honestly served me for my highest good, then the purpose journey, the walking it out in purpose started to make more sense, right? I started to get a little bit more clearer about uh, uh, how I should be showing up in the world and then the positive reinforcers that I needed to put into my life, right? A lot of people like to believe that this is about arriving at some type of destination, right? Like, oh, I'm gonna go do the self-work. I'm gonna go do the self-healing. I'm gonna meditate. I'm gonna I'm go do yoga. I'm gonna fast. I'm gonna pray, right? And then once I do all of these things, I'm gonna arrive at this place and then I'm gonna be good to go. No, this is about constant, consistent, personal development it doesn't change it never stops right it's all about whatever season in life that you're in developing yourself and being the best that you can be in that season so that way you can move to the next season in life and if you're listening to this and you feel like you're stuck right you're stuck in whatever season that you're in currently and you keep feeling like you're hitting a ceiling that's because there's still some more work that needs to happen there there's still some more things that you need to do, some more self-work, right? External work that has to take place before you can kind of move into the next season of life. But I always start with revisiting the past, understanding your belief system, right? What you believe to be true, because we all have one. And then once you can kind of rewrite, right, that belief system mentally, what you think about yourself and what you think about your capabilities, I think then that mindset shift happens and that limitless thinking can start, right? That ability to know that if I think it and I believe it, I can make it my reality. Absolutely. Oh, that's so powerful. I love that. And I think, you know, you mentioned that like we all have a story and we all have, um, you know, something that we've been through. And that's why I always think it's so interesting when people are like, oh, I, I've, I've never been through anything that's worth talking about. You know, I don't, I don't have a story to share. I don't have this, I can't show up because I don't, I don't have this like cool thing that I've walked through and we all do, we all have something. And I think that's, what's crazy is we go through life, like constantly being told things and observing things that we get, you know, even as kids, we look at things and we go, Oh, that's how that works. Mm -hmm. That's how that's supposed to be. And, you know, we get that from parents, we get it from friends, we get it from society. You go off to college, you get it from a million other college students. Like you get it from everybody and everything. And then you become an adult and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, this is who I am. This is how life works this is what this looks like. And we all have a totally different view of what that actually means and what that is. And it just goes back to that. You know, people say all the time, like the, the things that you believe because of your childhood, because of your experiences, because of what you've walked through, the, the person that you are because of those things is not your fault but it is your responsibility. Yep. It's not your fault that you have had this thing ingrained in your brain, but it's your responsibility to, like you said, rewrite it and to change it. And I, it, it always brings me back to, I got some advice like a couple years back when I was in that place where I was just like, ah, I can't, this isn't going the way I want. Maybe it's me. Like, maybe this is not what I'm supposed to do. I kind of just want to quit. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to move forward. And I got this advice that we are the person that we can't trust. Hmm. You know, we have all these trust issues where we're like, oh, like I can't trust these people because I've been burned too many times, or I can't trust this person because it reminds me of this situation where, you know, something bad happened before or whatever. But when it comes down to it, we're the person that we can trust the least. Yep. You know, like we're the person who, when we're at rock bottom, we're going to kick ourselves when we're down. Right. Yep. Because if you think about it, like if you have friends 
who I wouldn't even call them friends. If you have people in your life that you thought were friends, and then you're in that sticky situation where it's just like, you're at your worst. And this is the moment where you need your friends the most, and they're not there and they don't show up for you at all. Then you start to realize like, these people aren't my friends, right? These are not people that I need in my life, but yet when it's us, when we're the ones at rock bottom, when we need ourselves to step in and say, Hey, like, we're going to change this way of thinking. We're going to move forward. We're not going to let this keep us down. We don't, we just kick ourselves when we're down. And it really proves like we're the person that we can trust the least. Oh yeah. And it is your responsibility, you know, whatever you do, whatever type of business you're in, or, you know, whatever you do for a living, it's your responsibility to look at where those limiting beliefs are and what's blocking you from moving forward or from, you know, trying the thing that's kind of scares you and, and, you know, trying to build a business or go after a dream or do whatever and recognizing, okay, these are the things that I believe. And these are the things that I don't like, or that have to change or whatever. And then, you know, exactly like you did, like go to the root of the problem and figure out what those underlying reasons are and then rewrite that story. Man, I'm telling you, it's such a, it's a game changer, right? It it will completely change every, and and I can say that confidently because one, and not only have I personally done this self-work with myself, I've also helped hundreds of other women do the exact same thing. And I see the result when it happens and you actually take the time and you go to the core and you go to the root of it and you confront it and you deal with it and then you rewrite your belief system, right? And, and I want to just kind of like talk to this whole, you know, well, what if I don't have a story thinking, right? Well, I, there's nothing in my life that I've really had to go through, right? Because I've heard people say that to me as well. And I think one of the biggest things is that because we attach it to maybe something that's classified as like trauma or maybe negative, right? We, we tell ourselves like, oh, well, I don't really have a transformational story like that. But the reality is we all have experiences. We all have something. Those experiences can be great. They can be good. They could be something that maybe didn't feel so good. The reality is though, the experience is what makes you different. The way that you handled the experience, what it, what it produced inside of you, and then ultimately what it crafted you into being is what makes you who you are. And so if you are the person that's listening to this and that's like, man, but I don't, I don't really have anything in my life that you know, I can say has been that grand or that big or you know, something that, that I could share that could make an impact on the world, that goes right back to that belief system right? That goes right back to your subconscious programming, telling yourself that you can't because it doesn't really matter what it is. Like there is somebody in this world somewhere that could benefit from an experience that you've already made it through on the other side. Doesn't have to be negative, right? I have, I have one girl that I'm actually coaching. She's actually, um, she's a nurse, right? She's an RN and nursing school for her was really, really tough right? Life for her was pretty pleasant. She grew up, you know, very normal, happy childhood, um, decided to go into healthcare, decided to go into nursing. Nursing is very vigorous. Anything in healthcare is vigorous, right? And she wanted to figure out like, how can she make this impact on the world? How can she create this life where, you know, she's not confined just to the hospital, um, but she's still able to pull from what it is that she really, really enjoys, which is caring and compassion and and nursing and caring for people. And literally she built out a business where she now trains other nursing students and prepares them to take their state licensing, right? Their board exams and, and making sure that they are prepared to go into the workforce, right? So her experiences, they weren't actually anything negative, right? It wasn't any type of trauma attached to it, but because she had already been through it, because she had already lived it, now she can, she can serve the people that she's been called to serve just from what she knows, right? And so that's really, the, that's really the game changer, man. We are all put on this earth to serve. There is somebody that you are supposed to 
help along the way, like stand in the gap for. And that can look like a bunch of different things, right? I talk about purpose quite a bit because I think we're moving into an age and we're moving into a time where people are starting to think differently, right? Because of social media, because of the messages that we receive, everybody or more than ever before, people are thinking, how can they become their own boss, right? How can they become entrepreneurs? There's been this surge in like this whole entrepreneurial space. And the reality is, right, entrepreneurship is for everybody that wants it. You know, there used to be a time where we believed that, you know, it was only for certain people, right? You had to have either had some type of formal education or training, or you needed to be born into the right family, or you had to have been in the right groups of, 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 of networks to even conceptualize the idea of being an entrepreneur. Well, the reality now is entrepreneurship is for everybody. And purpose and, and fulfilling purpose and walking in purpose, that should be something that we all aspire to do but it will look different. It will look different for each and every one of us and every season that purpose may look different. And it's again about being okay with embracing that and learning as you go and understanding that it is this constant evolving thing that you will have to consistently go and sharpen yourself on, right? One of the things about myself that I have always been committed to in my life is being a learner, right? I'm never done learning. I'm never not trying to acquire more information and then figure out how I can apply that information. You know, I read a book every, every 15 days, I'm going through another book and I'm reading something else, right? And so when people say, well, you know, Simone, how can you do all of these things? How do you know all of this stuff? It's because I'm committed to the learning process. So whatever it is that you wanna do, whatever experiences that you've had, whatever purpose that you want to walk out, whatever yours is in this season in life, like be committed to the learning, be committed to the education. And I, I promise you, if you break it down, like one step forward, right? I use, I use the top three, right? That's my productivity tool because I am juggling a lot. And I do have a lot of things that I aspire to do myself as well. But that top three for me is everything. You know, what three things am I going to be intentional about today that I know that I'm going to get done, right? Implement that and watch your life start to change, right? Implement the, the learning process and just watch how it starts to move and shift. And results show up with consistency. There's no way around it. No way around that part. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And I mean, the more you stay consistent, the more it's going to grow. Like you got to, that's what I think it's crazy is with entrepreneurship. It's like all of a sudden we forget patience and we forget mm -hmm. like delayed gratification and we forget that things take time. Like all of a sudden we're like, Oh, I've been working on it for a day. Why don't I have results yet? And right. you know, I mean, like the best businesses we know, like those huge companies that make millions of dollars a year mm -hmm. and things like, they didn't they didn't grow in a year if you're a year in and you're like oh i just i haven't seen any results i want to quit you're a year in like you're still a baby in the business world you know like you got to give it time and you got to keep working at it and keep chugging along and keep trying and just try you know new strategies and and new ways of thinking and reframe it and change your perspective and and fall on your butt like a million times to figure out what's going to work to move the needle forward to get you there. Yeah. And I love what you said about being a learner. I love that you, you know, mentioned that about I'm always learning because I told my husband, uh, a couple of years ago and he was so confused by it. Uh, we were talking about something. I don't remember what, and, um, I was like in a group of people. And, and so I was talking about, you know, within this group of people, like, I really loved getting to talk to them and interact with them because I was the least knowledgeable person in the room. Mm -hmm. And my husband was like, I don't understand. And I was like, well, that's like my goal in life is like every conversation that I put myself in every, um, you know, group that I join or, or interact with every room I walk into, I want to be the least knowledgeable person in the room. And that's not like a, 
a me putting myself down thing. Like a lot of people think it is, but I think I'm a pretty intelligent person. I'm not going to lie. Like not bragging about it. I just do. I think I'm a pretty intelligent person, but I, I want to be the least knowledgeable person in the room. And my husband did not understand this concept at all. And he was like, why, why would you want that? Like, why would you want to feel stupid? And I was like, because it doesn't make me feel stupid. The least knowledgeable person in the room is the person with the most to gain. Yep. And that's how I've always looked at it. And so I'm, I'm like you, I'm always learning. Like, even if I feel like, you know, somebody has been in business less, you know, time than me, or they make less money than my business does or, you know, whatever. I'm like, there's something this person does that I can 110% learn from Mm -hmm. or their way of thinking that it'll, it'll just make a light bulb go off in my head that it's like the reframe that I've been needing, you know? And that just goes back to what you were saying about everybody has a story. Everybody has something that they can share that's going to benefit somebody else. And so if you're in that stage where you're like, oh, well, I've only been in business a couple of months, or I've only been in business one or two years, or, you know, my business barely makes money or whatever, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is there's somebody, maybe somebody that you would consider like bigger than you or more successful than you or whatever, who can still learn from you, who can still get something out of the knowledge that you have and the story that you bring to the table. And it's like you said, it doesn't always have to be bad, but I also think it's, it's just learning that mm-hmm. sometimes your bad is, is okay too. Like, I think a lot of times we all have bad things in our life that we could pull story stories from, but we go, Oh, well, that's not that bad. Like compared to what some other people are going through, I just, oh gosh, if I complained about that, people would think I was horrible. No, like Uh if you've been through something, you've been through it. You don't have to like put it on a meter and compare it to other people's trauma and other people's like things that they've walked through. It's your journey. It's your story. You get to frame it however you want. So you know, yeah, it's like finding the good that you've been through too, to pull your story from, but also just allowing yourself to say, Hey, like, you know, yeah, maybe this wasn't as bad in comparison, you know, as a lot of things that happened to a lot of people, but it was hard for me and it was bad for me. And it was something that was difficult for me to walk through. And here's what I learned from that. And here's how I can now use that to impact the world, to make a difference, to teach somebody something, to inspire somebody. And so I think it's, it's like you said, it's just recognizing that everybody has a story and you just have to find what parts of yours are going to inspire you to move forward and what parts of yours can be used to your advantage to help you get to where you want to go and to help you actually make an impact on other people. Absolutely. Like that, that's the real like life hack, I think. It's just really just becoming conscious enough, becoming aware enough to know that whatever it is that you've gone through, good, bad, indifferent, right? That it can, the way you package it up, the way you frame it up, you can serve it to the world in a manner in which it will be beneficial to the next person coming coming behind you. And, and in everything that I do, that's what I, I constantly think about. And that's why the whole obstacles to opportunities, it, it's so near and dear to me. Literally, it's the core of what I teach. It's the core of what I speak about. My book, Refusing to Quit, you know, key principles for overcoming life's challenges. Like that is really it because my belief system is nothing happens to you, Right. It happens for you. It happens to qualify you. And if you are in in that mindset shift that we talked about earlier, right? When obstacles start to arise in your life, if you think in that mind frame, nothing is designed to take you out, right? It's really just there to qualify you in the next season that you're getting ready to walk into. Because There is something that you needed to learn. There was something that you're supposed to take away in that moment. And if you are aware enough to grasp the lesson and internalize it, 
and say, okay, let me make sure that I don't do that again, right? I made it through that because you're still standing. See, whenever we have a lot of self-doubt and a lot of fear and a lot of holding us up, like one of the biggest things that I see from people that I come in contact with is that we forget, like you made it through that. You're still here, right? So there's something to celebrate. There's strength in that. So the next time you're looking at the next obstacle and you're like, oh my God, can I really do that one? The reality is yes, right? Because you made it through the last one. So you're going to make it through this one too. And then being able to understand that the obstacle isn't really an obstacle to keep me stuck, right? The obstacle is just really my opportunity to learn something. It's my opportunity to take something away that I can then go and help somebody else with. You know, I, I started this, I started talking about my entrepreneurial journey quite a bit in the beginning. And in that very first business that I was in at the age of 21, you know, that biggest lesson about vetting people and really making sure that I take the time to understand who I'm, I'm choosing to get into business with, it was a very pivotal one. Reason being is because I was so ambitious, right? And I was so kind of like young and green to the space of, of business. I, I wanted it by any means necessary. I was willing to do the work. I was willing to show up. Like, let's just make it happen. And because of, because of that, right? If you're not surrounded by the right people, they will take advantage of those kind of things. You know, in that, that desire to be successful um, was something that I think was oozing out of <laughs> oozing out of my pores. Like people could see it from a mile away, and, and my willingness to just kind of like go for it. And so early on, right, I, I got into business. I hired somebody that did not have the best of intentions to consult my business, to refer my business customers. And for them, it was just a quick money grab, right? They didn't have to, uh, they didn't have to take on any risk, but they got half of the reward, you know? And, and in that particular situation, it resulted, it resulted in me having to fight and defend for my freedom in a federal case for two years, right? Because I hired somebody that I didn't really know, that I didn't really vet, that didn't really have anything to lose, and they ultimately referred my company tons of fraudulent business. And if you know anything about dealing with the government, you know that they don't, they don't play about stuff like that, right? You can't claim that you facilitated a service or a product that didn't have any necessity or need, right? And so in that whole experience, I, I remember fighting for my freedom. I remember going into court and, and dealing with lawyers and, and prosecutors and judges and telling them like, hey, I'm not guilty of what you guys are saying. That was never my intent, right? That wasn't what the business was created to be. And in some of my darkest moments, thinking like my life is over, like this situation right here, is really gonna take me out. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to recover from that, right? There were moments that I thought like that. There were moments at the end of it all when I finally had to enter into a plea agreement and it resulted in a 13 month sentence, right? That I really thought it was the end. And now today, I look at that whole span of like, two and a half years of my life of dealing with that, right? That was all for everything that is supposed to be a part of my future, right? That was all for my ability to be able to show somebody, hey, you don't look like what you've been through. I don't look like what I've been through, right? I've made it through that. You can make it through this. Just stay committed to the goals that you have set for yourself. So that experience, although it was like, <laughs> although I thought it was designed to take the life from me, really, it was the thing that qualified me to be able to stand in the gap and stand forward and say to the world, like, you don't have to be a victim of your circumstance. You can go and create 
whatever it is that you desire to create with your life. And, you know, I can say it so confidently and I can share my message with the world so freely because I realized like it wasn't about me, right? It was about all of the people that, that I'm called to help. And um, today I'm thankful for that obstacle, right? I'm thankful for those moments where it looked like all the hope was lost, right? Because now when challenges show up in my business, because the challenges don't stop, right? Being an entrepreneur, even now in 2020 with 13 years of entrepreneurial experience under my belt, right? The challenges don't stop. But now when they show up, I can laugh at them. I could say, oh man, that's nothing compared to, you know, some of the other stuff that I've gone through. That's nothing compared to, you know, what was happening five or 10 years ago. I got this, right? And so it's really being willing to embrace, just embrace the journey. Seriously. Yes. And I think you and I have very similar ways of thinking in terms of that. Like, I'm the same way. I'm just like, you know, stuff comes up now and it's like, it's hard stuff. Like it's not, it's not anything to scoff at, you know, but I look at it and I'm like, okay, let's do this. Like, you know, it's, it's nothing compared to the things that I've already walked through. And like, so I'm very similar to you in that way that I'm just like, you know, once you've been through something hard, use that as as your, your inspiration, when other hard things come up, you know? And I think that's the thing that people don't understand is you're never going to look at the hard thing and be grateful for it and be, you know, happy it happened and know what it's going to be used for and all of that while you're walking through it. You can't, you know, you're, you're just trying to get through it. Like your focus is like, just get me to the light at the end of the tunnel. That's all I want is to survive this. You can't possibly know how it's going to impact you in the future, how you're going to use that to your advantage or make that a part of your story. You can't really fully be grateful for it until it's over. But when it's over, most of the time we're looking back going, hmm, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Or yeah, that was bad, but look, I did it. I got through it and look what it made me into. Look, look what I can do now. Look how I use it now. And so I think that one little mindset shift that we keep coming back to is everything. It really truly is everything. And I think it's exactly like you said, when you make that mindset shift and when you choose to say, nope, this is going to be different today, it's going to be different tomorrow. It's going to be different. I'm going to continue to not let this hold me down. Then you do open up that, that limitless thinking that you were talking about, and you are able to grow faster and you are able to believe in yourself more and you are more willing to try things. And the world of opportunities opens up to you when you do that, when you make that little mindset shift. So I love that. Absolutely. I, and I, and I, I couldn't agree, you know, with you more because I, I always tell people this, like there, there's never a shortage of opportunities, right? There's opportunities around every single corner, everywhere you look. Um, typically there's only a shortage of creativity. So then it just goes back to how far do you want to stretch your brain? You know, how creative are you willing to be? How much do you want to push past your comfort zone? You know, being, being a trailblazer, being a thought leader, being somebody that uh, uh, produces results, not just in their life, but in the lives of the people that they come in contact with, you know, that requires something from you. It requires the willingness to constantly expand yourself and expand your level of understanding. And so, you know, I I think for the sake of being a female on fire and being somebody that's really trying to make a shift in your own life, it's like, how uncomfortable are you willing to become to get to the place ultimately that you desire where, where the comfort lies, right? I'm an avid Dave Ramsey fan, right? 
and he always says like because finance and personal finance I think is another very important piece to this puzzle right after you get your mind right you have to get your money right in the way that you think about your money and how you spend your money but he, he always says like um live like nobody else so that one day you can live like nobody else right so what are you willing to to sacrifice and, and push past so that way you can then live ultimately you know a full life and that full piece is unique and special to you right for me full full is walking in my full potential and making a, a impact on the whole world and touching lives through books and through coaching and through speaking events to somebody else living a full life may be being you know a great mother and a great wife and making sure that your home is you know the way that you want it to be for every person that's something different and it's 100 percent okay for you to be able to identify what full is to you and then make that your reality right because that's different for every single person. Yes. I love that. Yes. And it should be different. It should be different. And you do have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable for a little while in order to get to that place where it is exactly what you wanted and you can live the way that you want. And, you know, I think those uncomfortable moments, those are the moments that really make you who you are supposed to be. And those are the moments that build resilience and determination and all of those qualities that you have to have in order to be successful. So I love that. I think that's probably a great moment to close on. I love that. The, the idea of just getting uncomfortable for a little while and, and doing the things you need to do and just shifting that mindset piece. And we could probably keep going all day. Cause I'm like you, I'm like, yeah, now, now that you got your mind, right. Get your money. Right. Like uh-huh. We could yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Exactly. Bro. Exactly. We could do a whole like, you know, day-long conference on this. Like yep. so I think we'll stop there, but this is I think this is just so powerful. Like if you can make that mindset shift, if you can recognize that you gotta get a little uncomfortable, you gotta get your hands a little dirty, like you've got to identify those parts of you that that were hard to walk through that are a big part of your story and you've got to just allow them to be part of your story without comparing it to anybody else. And, and once you do that, it really does open up. Like you said, that whole world of opportunities, cause they are never lacking. That's for sure. All right. Well, since it is the end of the show, we're going to head into our rapid fire round. So I've got a couple quick questions for you and we're just going to breeze through them really quickly. You just answer whatever pops in your head first. And it's just a fun little way to close out the show. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. What is one part of your morning routine that you absolutely love? Huh? Okay. So best part of my morning routine that I could never get away from is, uh, I'm a, I'm a numbers girl. I'm, I'm kind of like a numbers junkie. So turning on a CNBC, right? Like I'm all into what's happening in the market right now. Literally I open my eyes. I say my prayers, uh, and I get up to go and brush my teeth and the TV comes on and it is straight on CNBC and I'm catching up with what's happening in the world. Right. I think, you know, knowing, uh, considering yourself a, a true business professional, it's, it's sometimes important to know not just what's happening in your direct local community or even in your country or in your state. Like we got to look at it from a global perspective. And so I always try to try to catch up real quick in the morning. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta know what's going on if you're going to be successful. That's for sure. All right. What is the last book that you read? Last book that I read. Wow. So I have a book club that's a part of my Overcomer community over at Overcoming Heart. And so in August, we read um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. That's one of my favorites. I love it. Yes. That was probably like my third time reading it. And I, I can never get enough of that book because man, I believe that habits play such a big part in success, right? The yes. things that we do subconsciously, the things that 
are so ingrained in our day-to-day that we don't even realize like it's it's keeping us from the success so just the way that he breaks down you know getting rid of those bad habits and then developing the new ones I, I just love it yes it's such a good one and wh- like you said one of those that you can reread just over yep. and over and over again you constantly need the reminders love it all right what are you most looking forward to so this could be something coming up in your business or something personal whatever you want but what is something okay, that you're looking so forward I, to so i'll give you i'll give you two i'll give you one life one and then i'll give you one business one life <laughs> okay. one is uh me and my husband, we are looking to to purchase a new home right now. So I am very, very excited about this home buying journey and, and just expanding my family and my home life, just really going to the next level. You know, it's one thing to do all of the work and sow all of the seeds. It's something different to watch the harvest actually manifest and the things that you desire to have start to show up in your life. So that's one that I'm really excited about life-wise, business-wise. So you are getting an exclusive. <laughs> I don't think I put <laughs> this publicly anywhere yet, but I'm in the process of developing a, um, a new product. So this, this product will actually be a business tool for aspiring entrepreneurs, and it's going to be a, um, a business planner, right? So a full-out stationary product that will help somebody that is wanting to go into business for themselves know the actual steps to build out an actual solid business plan that they can then use to execute on and so i am in the development phase of the planner we are dealing with manufacturers and designers and just the whole nine yards to get the product out and it has a a a tentative release date of uh, january 2021 and so i'm super excited about that right a lot of this new entrepreneurial journey for me has been very service-based, right? Serving and, and myself being of service to people in uh, tons of capacities. And so I'm really excited to add this like physical product component that I truly believe is going to um, reach the masses. And it's, it's going to help everybody that's trying to get into business for themselves and you're trying to figure out this business world. So if you want more about the planner and when it comes out, you can go over and follow us on um, Facebook and Instagram at Ultimate Business Planner. So it, it is coming. And I'm so, so looking forward to this journey. I love it. I love it. Congratulations on both of those things. Those Thank are both you. really exciting, but we will definitely have to keep an eye out for that planner for sure. All right. What is one tool for business that you recommend? I think it's funny because you just said you're coming out with a planner. That's an awesome business tool. So I'm going to ask you to pick a different one besides your planner, but (laughs) gotcha. Gotcha. No problem. So, okay. So this one is for my coaches and my service providers. Um, I, I, I consult and I coach tons of other coaches And so one thing that I'm really a big advocate for is being able to work, you know, on your business instead of inside of your business. And you do that through systems, you you do that through, you know, technology platforms, processes. And so I am a Dove Sato fan. It has really streamed the line the way my coaching and consulting business works through its ability to kind of have workflows and automations go off and pre-canned emails and proposal templates. I mean, if you are the solopreneur, you have to have Dove Sato in your life. Like, I encourage you to go and check it out. It does so many things, right? I'm, I'm big about trying to streamline things because especially in this like digital online space, there's all of these products and all of these platforms and all of these tools and things that can really start to overwhelm you. And I try to find the ones that are the most inclusive and simplest to navigate. And so Dove Sato would, would be my one. That's for my, that's for my coaches and for my service professionals. Y'all go check them out. Awesome. Yes. I think we have a lot of Dove Sato fans. So that's a great <laughs> recommendation because systems are everything yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Last quick rapid fire question. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Huh? Best piece of advice I've I've ever been given. Wow. Um, hmm. 
So I will say early on in, in building out, overcoming her and just really stepping into this like digital marketing branding space, you know, one of the things for me from my very first coach was peel this thing back like an onion. And it's always stuck with me, right? We think that when we're sharing our story or sharing our journey or, you know, serving or helping through our own voice and experience, we feel like we got to put it all out there all at one time. And the reality is that that may not be uh, the most effective way to do it. She told me, peel it back at like an onion, Simone. And so I found the one area of my life early on that I had overcome and I started there, right? And I built products and I built services and I built talking points around that one area. And then as it grew and as it transformed, I moved into the different parts of my life and, and how I could be of best benefit to the people that, you know, I was able to help. And so do it like an onion, man, one layer at a time. I love it. That's such great advice. Very, very smart of your coach to tell you that because that's awesome. All righty. Well, that concludes our rapid fire round. So now just tell everybody where they can find you. Where do you hang out? Where do you want them to, to look you up? What's, what's your handles, your website, whatever you want to share, but yeah, I know they're going to want to follow along. Yes, yes, yes. I would love to have you guys be a part of my internet home. I primarily hang out over on Instagram. That's where you can find me most of the time. My handle is Simone, S-I-M-O-N-E dot Adrian, A-D-R-I-A-N-N over on Instagram. And then just to learn a little bit about me, all that I do, books, products, services, you can just visit SimoneAdrian.com. It is all there for you. And then as soon as, as the world opens back up and we get back to normal operations, um, I will be coming to some cities near you for a, uh, a live in-person event. So I'm excited for that. I'm hoping 2021, we can make that a reality. Awesome. So exciting. Very, very exciting. And we will link all of that in the show notes as well. So make sure you head over there so that you can follow along with Simone and all of these amazing adventures that she has coming up. Simone, thank you so much. This has been like I said before, just, I think a really incredible conversation. I think it's such a powerful concept of just shifting that, that one little mindset piece and, and really helping you overcome obstacles and, and just really create opportunities out of everything. And I think your advice is extremely inspirational, but also just really tangible, really powerful. And something that a lot of people really need to hear or need reminders of, especially if they're currently walking through one of those hard times. So I just want to say that I appreciate your time and you just being so willing to come share your story and share your advice. So thank you so much for that. You, thank you so much, Haley. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. I always enjoy moments like this the most, right? Just the opportunity to step back from all of the hustle and bustle of life and business and just have a real conversation. So thank you so much. That's it for this time. Don't forget to head over to the show notes at femalesonfirepodcast.com to grab bonus content from our guests, support the show, or grab your Females on Fire swag. If you loved this episode, give us a quick shout out on Instagram by tagging at Females on Fire. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode to keep you fired up for those big dreams.